Epic may be too small a word to describe the accomplishments of the ska band the OC Supertones. Ten albums, two million records sold, and a hugely dedicated fan base. Frontman for the OC Supertones, Matt Mojo Merginski, has joined the antidote to share his thoughts on both the past and future of ska music and the OC Supertones. First off, I need some clarification. Is it Matt or is it Mojo? Um, it's whatever your preference is, really. So I never introduced myself to anybody as Mojo. The name that, that the other guys in the band gave me in 1996 on our first tour, and it has simply followed me around since. I've never said, hello, I'm Mojo. Okay, I'll stick with Matt. The Supertones disbanded in uh, 2005, then reunited for concert dates uh, starting in 2010, and have continued mm-hmm. to play a few dates each summer. What drew the band mm-hmm. back together after your hiatus? Well, um, the original guys like uh, Tony and Jason and Darren, they actually left the band earlier than, than the band ended. So for a lot of those guys, it had been a number of years, you know, coming up on 10 years since we had done anything together. And so I think there was just a sense of missing it to a certain extent. And, um, you know, Jason in particular and I, we weren't on the best terms when he left the band, just interpersonally. You know, I mean, there was all sorts of tensions and stuff like that, mistakes we made uh, with each other and in all sorts of ways that, that we really, I don't know, they, they, it's all been resolved. And when we started playing together again, you know, it, we really did experience a lot of reconciliation. What's been the uh, reaction to the reunion of the Supertones by fans? <laughs> they've been excited. It's great. They've, uh, they've matured, of course. We see lots of families now, which we all have families, too. It's just really fun to see people out there, and we hear their stories about how our music and what we've done has been some sort of part of their life and how they've grown up. It's been special. You mentioned earlier just about the different band members and uh, you know mm-hmm. some of the past members. Who's in the current band lineup? Yeah, uh, the originals, actually. Jason, myself, uh, Tony Terusa, that's Jason Carson, I should have said earlier, Darren Mettler, and uh, we don't have Dan Spencer, but we do have Nathan Spencer, Dan's younger brother, who actually played with us for a time as well. How do you measure success as a band? Obviously, the Supertones were successful, you know, in regards to mm-hmm. the number of albums, the record sales, the, the fan base. But how do you measure success as a band? I think that there's a number of, of different ways. I think one of the, like you said, you know, you want to make good music, first of all. You want it to be appreciated. Whenever you're doing music, you know, that's some sort of the measure of success. But you also want to remain honoring to God. That was always very important to us. I don't, I don't know that we always did it. It's easy not to be. And also, I think there's a sense of interpersonal success, you know, your relationships in the band. You know, there's lots of ministries out there and, and other things that people consider successful, but they're not on good terms with each other. And so that is, in a large way, a failure. If what you're talking about is life together and reconciliation in Christ and all these other things, if it's not true of your group of people that you, that you can't even get along, then that's a failure as well. So I think that, you know, that all three of those are crucial. Well, I was sort of leading into a question I was going to be wanting to ask anyway. So what is the purpose mm-hmm. of the OC Supertones? Is it entertainment or is it ministry? I mean, that, that's a complex question. I think, I mean, people would like a woman there as answer of we're ministry. Um, but if, we don't, if we're not careful to define our terms, then, then we kind of misunderstand each other. I mean, what we do is entertainment. Music is, is a form of entertainment. It is entertaining, you know. 
And we're not just getting up there and giving a sermon or a lecture. We're, we're doing it in an entertaining way. Ministry, properly speaking, I think of as, as a ministry of the, the church. And, you know, we're not technically a church. We are, we're Christians. We're maybe parachurch or something like that. We do ministerial types of things. Um, all of us are pastors just about. You know, I'm studying for my ordination exam in the Presbyterian Church right now. I, I'm not sure <laughs> if we qualify as a ministry as, according to our church order. If you've been going through Bible college, I guess, when does graduation yeah. come? Oh, well, I graduated from seminary in May, but now I have to do an exam to be licensed and ordained, like a oh. lawyer passing the bar. So yeah. that you can marry and, and bury. <laughs> yes, indeed. What's the most memorable moment you've had with the Supertones? I remember the first show that we played back together, we all, uh, you know, we got dressed for the first time in our suits, and we all sat around in a circle to pray. Just looking around at the circle of guys, we are all crying and felt great to be back together. So that's a very fun memory for me. The OC Supertones have a major announcement coming up Friday, March 9th mm-hmm. on your website. Sure. We're starting a charity softball league. Everybody <laughs> likes charity, especially when it's Christian charity softball. Yeah, right. no, okay, you can carry on and tell us the truth. We are making a new record. This title is still up for debate, but we've been working on it for a while now, and uh, you know, just kind of all in our spare time because we're all very full-time people, and we're going to try and record it this summer. Perfect. So release, we're looking at when? Oh, hopefully in fall, but a number of things have to happen. We have to finish writing it. We're still about three songs away from being done. We have to raise enough money on Kickstarter because we're funding it that way as opposed to in the old school way. You know, we got to all find times in our busy schedules of being husbands, parents, pastors, and otherwise to to come together because I'm actually not in Southern California anymore. I'm out in Denver. So do you think you'll be able to achieve the same kind of success that Five Iron Frenzy found uh, on the Kickstarter? No, I don't think that. I mean, that was amazing. We really hope just to raise our budget. We don't have aspirations for much more than that. It'd be great, you know, if we could pay for videos and stuff like that, too. Our goal is to get our record made. But it does seem to be a common uh, media that they use now, is using Kickstarter as a fundraising mm-hmm. campaign to produce different bands' albums. Yeah, it's a great thing, actually. It it just gives a lot more freedom to the artist. In the old system, you know, you were really dependent on the label, and labels still play a part, but it's more in the hands of the band now, and the fans for that matter. I mean, just to partner with a band you like to make their record, that's pretty cool. Just the record labels themselves becoming less and less of a force in the whole music industry? Yeah, there is that aspect of it. I mean... Lots of labels are shutting down. Some labels are smart. They harness it like tooth and nail. They still do a really good job with what they do. They still bring a lot to the table that that is not yet yet something you can do through social media. Well, I'm sure that tooth and nail was more than happy to have you on their label because you were quite a success for them. Yeah, yeah. Tooth and nail is great. I mean, they they were an awesome label. Are you finding that there is a renewed interest in ska? Or is it simply nostalgia? Uh, hard to tell. Uh, a lot of the people at our shows are pretty young. I mean, there's new ska bands coming out, you know, kind of in an underground way. It's not big right now, 
But when you see new bands starting, that's, that's usually a good sign that there is renewed interest. No one's starting an emo band at, at this point. You know, <laughs> it's like that music is somewhat dead right now, and, and ska was for a while. I mean, no one was starting starting ska bands, but you know, I get emails all the time, and I you know try to keep up with things, and you hear about these new groups coming out. Tell us one little known fact about the Osu Supertones. That's really hard. Um, we had in the neighborhood of about 22 members from start to finish. 22 members? That's a little known. 22, yeah. yeah. If you go from 1991 to 2005, if you add in just stand-ins, then, you know, the number grows to like 27. Wow. But, of course, the band has had a lot of longevity, so, of course, you're bound to right. be Right, we had longevity, some... and we had lots of members, you know, lots of instruments playing. And also, I think that we always had... Some bands are like band guys, you know, that's what they do, that's what they care about. We were always more like, you know, youth pastors playing in a band, basically. We were like legit uh, cool musicians. Oh, but you certainly came across that way. Well, at least I think your fans, myself included, I remember the first time I think I heard you guys was with Superfly, and I just mind boggled when I heard that song playing on the radio, and I thought, I've got to check this out. I think I like out. that song, too. And now I think I've got everything that you've ever done. <laughs> and even some of your side projects, because you had that side project just a little while ago with Mojo and October Light. Yeah, those are um, my Croatian friends. <laughs> They're a band called October Light that we've been friends with for years. The Supertones were friends with for years. They toured with us in the States, and I, I played some shows with them over in Europe. How did you happen to get hooked up with a Croatian band? Now, you can't get lots of American CDs, at least in the 90s. You couldn't get them in Croatian. They didn't have the distribution infrastructure. So they found our CD at a bookstore in Germany and went crazy for it, our Strike Back CD. They wanted to start their own band, so they did. And then they heard that we were coming to Germany, and so they drove up 15 hours and waylaid us as we were getting out of a van going into the venue, like, well, I've come from Croatia, we drove 15 hours, whoa, super tones and stuff, you know, that sort of thing. And we, we just got along with them really well, and, and they started to get popular in Europe, and so anytime we'd play over there, they were on the same shows as us, and we got to be friends. I actually went and I spoke at their church in Chocolate, great yeah. bunch of guys. Have fun, make friends worldwide. How do fans keep up to date with what's happening with the OC Supertones? We just launched our new website, ocsupertones.com. Literally everything will be on there. And that's a great website. What does the future Uh, hold for the OC Supertones? Well, um, we're playing a few festivals this summer and making this record. We don't have anything planned beyond that. Matt, thanks for spending some time with The Antidote. And, of course, uh, best of success to you and the band for the future album and future dates that people can hopefully go to see you at this summer. Yes. Thank you.